since the Rams are playing the Cardinals this weekend for the second time, uh, we, for the second time, have the host of Kickoff in the Valley, uh, our our sister podcast on the Odyssey Network and anywhere you get podcasts. Tyler Vasquez is here. Here's our clapping sound effect. <laughs> Tyler, thanks for being on with us. Before we before we started, I said, "How's it going?" And you 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 that wasn't the best question to start with, was it? Yeah, no, uh, things aren't aren't the best here in the Valley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Car- Cardinals are struggling a little bit. Well, Gee, uh, I think we know that feel- feeling, Tyler. Uh, hey, r- real quick, when does this drop? Does this drop today, same day, or is it next day? This will drop uh, tomorrow. This will drop on Thursday. So so you guys are going to get an inside look at how bad things are going for the Cardinals because tonight, when we record this, this is obviously on a Wednesday, uh-huh. uh, Hard Knocks in-season debuts on HBO, and the Arizona Cardinals will be front and center for the uh, poop show that they have going on within the organization. So it'll be very interesting to, to watch this evening. All right, Tyler, I'm, I'm getting the impression that uh, unlike Kevin and I, who are attempting to be the perennial Pollyannas of podcasting and always stay positive, it sounds to me like you have uh, soured a little bit on your Arizona Cardinals and you're not feeling great about being three and six right now. That's what I'm picking up. Well, I mean, just offensively, they haven't put together a full quarter, let alone a full half or a full game. So the Cardinals are just, I mean, they're their own worst enemy at this point. I don't think in in many of these games, it hasn't looked, other than the Kansas City game week one, it hasn't looked like they've been, I guess, outplayed, so to speak, in in the sense like, oh, these teams that they played have been in their losses, other than that Kansas City one there hasn't been necessarily a game where it's like, Oh, that team was just clearly better. And, and they beat the Cardinals. It was this Cardinal offense. I don't, I don't know what to make of it. I mean, they, they throw for like three yards a, a pass. I mean, it's just miserable. Like they behind the line of scrimmage, uh, a lot, a lot of, a lot of screens We're starting to call them cliff Screensbury down here because that's all they run. And it's not effective like when other teams run it against us. When other teams run it against us, they run a screen, they break off eight, nine, ten yards. When we do it, it's it's usually for a you know a loss. So just watching this team offensively, it, it's been uh, pretty miserable. And, and we do have you know if you want to build in excuses, we do have uh, some injuries on the offensive line. You know we have a diff- we have two guards and a center out. Uh, that you're projecting, you know, as as your starters and and they're key players. You know, Rodney Hudson's been one of the perennial best centers in the NFL for the last half a decade to a decade. So, um, it, it's really hard to make up for that. I get it, but I see other teams do it all the time. But yes, as we talk about your guys' Rams, I, I hear your woes in the offensive line are, are just as bad. So. Yeah, yep. it, it, you're you're mirroring basically the the same uh, thing that that, that to almost to uh, the same extent that uh, yeah, Kevin you, and I have been you, talking about. Are you a welcome to the bandwagon podcast host? Or are you because that just uh, <laughs> we love building in excuses. By the way, I am all for excuses. And and you know one of the things you said early is is one of the most frustrating things to where it it has yet to feel like the Rams have truly been beat in a game by the other team. It's yet to feel like they were overpowered by the other team. And so I, I, I certainly feel your frustration about that. What, I mean, we, we play the Rams and Cardinals play each other on Sunday, right? Two teams that sound like very accurate assessments, same, same place. What is, what is, what's going to happen? What's happening this Sunday? It's going to be at SoFi, 125 on Sunday. Uh, 
man, it's so hard. I had a buddy of mine want to bet me. He goes, I'll take the Cardinals. You take the Rams. And me being me, take the Rams. And I was like, I don't know if I can do that. And it's weird to say because you guys are defending Super Bowl champions. Mm -hmm. It's very weird to not think, okay, the Rams are going to blow the Cardinals out here. But as we remember last year, I want to say it was week four. Uh, the Cardinals went to LA and and got out to a hot start offensively, right? And and you know really put the Rams away pretty pretty quickly. I mean, it was I think the first quarter was pretty even match, but by the end of the half, I mean the Cardinals were pretty much in charge. So could I see the Cardinals doing that again? Well, yeah, I mean, sure. But I've also seen games where the Rams just completely dominate the Cardinals. So yeah. It's 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 honestly a real toss up game, and I hate being so on the fence and being like, oh yeah, this is not what's going to happen. But you know, we bring guests on our show, and, and mm-hmm. Kevin's been one of them. We yeah. brought him on our show, and we say, hey, pick the score of the game. And every <laughs> single time that guest picks their team, I don't feel comfortable doing that with the Arizona Cardinals <laughs> every time I go on shows. Maybe I'm just a little more honest than some of the guys we have on. Kevin, you're a realist. A, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Kevin's a little, uh, you know, a little less, not as trustworthy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did pick, I picked a very high score last time, if I recall, for the for the Cardinals and Rams, and it was not high at all. So I should start thinking that because I am going to be on on your podcast uh, later this week. So I'll start, I'll start planning planning that out. Now, here's what I'm hoping happens. I do hope that both teams just look incredible. I hope that both teams' offenses are firing on all cylinders <laughs> yeah. so that we both have something to feel good about. One team will win and one will lose, and that will be a little bit heartbreaking for one of us, but at least we'll be able to say, you know what? We actually looked good for three quarters of that game or something like that. You know, I think Cardinal fans would jump off the deep end if that happened, just in the sense that like, Oh my gosh, now our offense actually plays well and we still lose. <laughs> so I I mean yeah. it's that would be a little tough for us here. I, I think um we want to see this offense get it together because last year through eight games, they were the best looking offense in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And now I dare to say we have better weapons across the board than we did last year, except for now on the offensive line. I mean, if the offensive line was healthy, we'd have a better offensive line, even so. I mean, I just look across the board and I, I think this Cardinal team should not be struggling like this. And I just don't know if Cliff is in his own head and that is creating these problems. But defensively, we look OK. So yeah. hopefully we can keep uh, the, the Rams uh, offensive pieces in check. I know Allen Robinson has struggled this year because I have him on almost every fantasy team and I'm too afraid to cut him. But uh, yeah, I mean, I hope our defense can can kind of stand tall like it has most of the season. Yeah, you mentioned your head coach, uh, Cliff Kingsbury, and it's certain. It's I'm sorry, Cliff Screensbury. (laughs) Well, it's it's that's all he runs. That's all he runs is screenplays. So that's (laughs) it. Certainly seems like the Cardinals have turned into the Boo Birds because uh, the the talk about his tenure as your coach. I mean, who knows uh, what has happened since the time this uh, episode has dropped? Uh, But I'm just looking at the. The headlines just going down the news headlines when I just Googled Cliff uh, Queensberry. Screensberry. Uh, uh, there you go. And this one says Cardinals lose to Seahawks. Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury era over in Arizona. Uh, that's one article. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury next NFL coach fired? Question mark. Uh, Yahoo News. Cardinals in extended funk as attention turns to Kingsbury. And then Sports Illustrated. This is just from yesterday. Cliff Cliff Kingsbury not going anywhere per report. So uh, how quick are you to jump out on the fire uh, coach Kingsbury? 
bandwagon. I mean, at, th- at this point, Cliff's got to go, but the reality is he isn't going to go. I, I mean, I, I don't see, I was telling someone this the other day, I think it was my co-host offline, but I said, Cliff has built goodwill because the team has gotten better every year. And when you look at this year going out, Fox actually does a, a cool thing on their Instagram every week where they have a doctor report on who's the most injured teams. Uh, they rank them one through 32. And every week the Cardinal is the Cardinals are 32 or 31. I mean, going into the game, they, they are right there at the back. So, that's what's hard here is because he's built the goodwill of the team's gotten better every year and, and they've shown that they've gotten better. Now they had that epic collapse last year, which you guys witnessed that, that opening round playoff game, which was uh, uh, over in about five minutes into the first quarter um, <laughs> that I got escorted out of, which we talked about on the last episode. <laughs> and, we're um, still, and we're still very proud of you for that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I mean, other than that epic collapse and now this terrible start, which is scary because we had the epic collapse and we still look just as bad and you've, and you've done things to better the team. So that's, what's confusing. Um, but if you want to build excuses in for him, you have that injury excuse all day. And, and Michael Bidwell, the owner just gave uh, Cliff Kingsbury and GM Steve Kime extensions in the off season, uh, as well as as Kyler Murray, right? So he went all in on the the trifecta, yep. quarterback, GM, head coach, and, and so it would cost now him a lot of money to get rid of anybody right now. Well, it, it, to me, what it comes down to is if you're going to get rid of him, you're probably going to get rid of him after this three game stretch. You know, the, the last the last game against the Seahawks counting as one of those games. Uh, this game this weekend and the next week Monday Night Football against the Niners. You got three divisional games. You lost one already. If they go 0-3 here, I don't know how you stop the guys with the torches outside Michael Bidwell's house, which is right up for sale right now. Um, I don't know how you stop those guys from the, the fans from breaking in with uh, with their torches. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, to me, if they're going to make a move realistically, though, I don't think it's going to be in season. I think if it is, if it does happen in season, it will be after this stretch because they have the buy shortly after. So it gives them time to kind of figure things out. But realistically, because of how much he has invested into these guys, I think he gives them the whole rest of the year and, and it would be a black Monday termination type thing. But then it becomes the real question. I think people don't ask is, and it's a real test to our ownership of what they're going to do here. Is it the bandaid job they did when they fired Steve Wilkes a couple years ago? Because they fired him after one season, but they kept a lot of his staff and passed them on to Cliff Kingsbury. A lot think that's because our owner likes to save money. Uh, Now going into this potential offseason, if they were to do this again, are you clearing house and then making a trade for like a Sean Payton from New Orleans and letting him have full reins and you're eating all of those contracts offensively, defensively. I mean, you're just completely wiping house. I, that is the real interesting part is, is how in is Michael Bidwell in this and in, in his investment into Kyler Murray and in this team? 